welcome everybody to the Magic Beans podcast. We are back again for your listening pleasure with episode number 23. I'm your host and my name is Shorty and I'm joined by a few beans tonight. Uh, I have on the line with me Chewy. How you going Chewy? Good mate, how are you? Uh, yeah, yeah, not too bad. Doing alright. We also have Cracker. How you going Cracker? Good thanks mate. Very good. And we have a new bean on the cast tonight that we've mentioned a few times, but he's finally making his debut, and that is Stu. How are you going, Stu? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Thanks for thanks for having me. A new yeah, bean is no a worries. green bean, right? <laughs> One minute in and I've got an opportunity there, Stu. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Stu, I'm, I'm glad you came on the podcast. I'm sorry you're leaving already. But, uh... <laughs> No, no. No, very, very glad to have you here, Stu. Uh, yeah, you're sort of uh, jumping into the very large shoes that need to be filled for our noob on the cast. As most of our listeners would notice, Scott the Blaster Boy has not been with us for a few weeks. He's been uh, having some situations with his family that he's been dealing with, so he's just taking a little bit of a step back from the cast. So we wish him all the best, and we're definitely keeping in touch with him, and he will be back on the cast at some point. But we thought, seeing as Chewy, Cracker, and myself are just such experts at magic and, you know, <laughs> high-level play and all that sort of stuff, we needed someone just to sort of, you know, take take it down a little bit and, and sort of keep it real for, for the people out there. Is that, is that, that about right, fellas? It's all about flattening the curve these days. <laughs> <laughs> I think the truth is that uh, Stewie's actually bringing up the uh, the average on, on this cast at the moment. I don't know about that. Yeah, no. I'll, I'll do probably. my best. All right. So, Stu, as we've done with all the rest of us when we've been on here for the first time, we want to know a little bit about you. So, do you want to give us a quick rundown on, you know, how long you've been playing Magic for and, you know, what you what you love about the game that we all clearly love? Yeah, well, um, been 11 years since I first got into Magic, which was an event that Chewie put on, actually. That wasn't 11 for- years ago, was it? That was a... That was 11 years ago. Wow. Yeah, that wow. was when M10 <laughs> was current and I scored a mono green intro deck with Colonian Behemoth, I think it is. Okay. And and that I sounds, thought that was the coolest. like an all-star, that card. I that sounds like a mono green card. card that ever existed. And obviously, I'd never played Magic before and now I realise how bad it is. But at the time, I thought it was amazing and it was foil and shiny. But um, yeah, so that was 11 years ago. And then sort of messed around for a couple of years, bought a lot of cards, as everybody does. And then kids happened and Magic got put by the wayside for a time. And then, yeah, a couple of years ago, with you guys getting right into it, I just got back into it again with Guilds of Ravnica and been playing ever since. So so that event, which I'm struggling to come to terms with it being that long ago. um, (laughs) Yeah. So that was um, I, I organised like a bit of a, a community event uh, with a bunch of us where, when Metagames was around. So shout out to Isaac and, well, yeah. and, and Chris, and yeah. they yeah they they provided a bunch of um, uh, intro packs, and I built a bunch of decks out of commons and uncommons, similar to what we did over Christmas with the kids. And yeah, we we had a bit of a nerd night. There were um, you know introductions to some role play games and and some magic going on, and um, there's a, a a couple that we're friends with, um, Liz and Joel, they still have their decks from that day that sits on their board game shelf and they still periodically bust it out and play. So um, awesome that something from so long ago is still getting a run. Shows you how good Magic is. Um, yes. So, but speaking of couples playing Magic, Stu, um, 
one of the uh, one of the things that you've got absolutely going for you in your magic life is that uh, your uh, your amazing wife Jack uh, plays as well. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It's surprising. I guess I never would have expected my wife to be into a game like this. Uh, but I think any opportunity she gets to beat me at something, <laughs> Hang on. She, you know, she'll just take it. <laughs> did did <laughs> I pause just at the wrong you spot? In general. <laughs> um, but no, look, we um, we often sit down and at the moment I don't have a lot of sort of decks available. So we tend to play Commander 1v1, which is not always the best for two players, but we have a lot of fun and she plays dragons and lays the beat down with them. But it's great. Yeah, nice. So you're in the same boat as most of the rest of us on this cast, married with a few kids or a, yes. a, a boatload of kids in your... Yes, well, <laughs> your well, I've got one more than you. <laughs> and yeah, it's like but, uh, yeah. it's compounding as you have more kids. It's not just, yeah, not just a little bit of extra work, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Is this- but the great thing about this game... Oh, sorry. Is this turning into a podcast about diminishing returns or... <laughs> 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 But no, the thing about magic as well is I've been able to sit down with my young kids. You know, I've got my oh, my oldest is my stepson. He's 15, but I've been playing magic with him for the last, well, 10 years. He's definitely smashed us in a few commander yeah. ca- games over the years. And he yeah, has and a then, glorious yeah. mullet. He does have a glorious <laughs> mullet, which he's still able to get to the hairdressers and fix up. So that's good. I mean, how could you tell? <laughs> <laughs> you could just hit him with a whippersnipper and he looked the same, man. I, I, I was love your jive, that, this, buddy. That, that is just not, terrible. I was going to send Hi, this podcast. <laughs> I, yeah, please <laughs> come come play with us again when we're allowed. Um, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. what about uh, what about tournaments and things, Stu? Have you, uh, have you dipped your toe into the competitive scene with a pre-release or, or any events over the journey? So I've been to two pre-releases or three. I went to the Guilds of Ravnica one, which was... That was amazing because I'd only just got back into the game. And yeah, that was heaps of fun. That was in Geelong, right? That was down in Geelong, yeah. the Guff game. Guff? Yeah, yep. Guff yeah, and Guff. So that was, that was really good. I, I got a win and a couple of losses, but I had a good time even though it was a midnight pre-release. I'm so glad they've given us 7 o'clock ones now. And the most recent one at uh, Theros, which was a lot of fun. Excellent, and you played some Pioneer uh, at the bushfire event. You had a was that was that your first constructed event? Yes, that was. So I took in a mono black aggro deck, uh, courtesy of of Chris, member of the podcast. We the night before there was a few of us at his house just rummaging through every single set of cards he's got to build decks, <laughs> which is a lot. Built, I mean, that that would have taken a while. <laughs> built my it did, but yeah, built mono mono black aggro from scratch. Had never played it, and then took it to an event the following day. <laughs> <laughs> just the way we like it. Yeah, that's is, that's the way all of us do it, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, no, that's how Shorty I mean- does it. I tend to settle on a deck and then, like, learn it and test it and, you know, nah, understand nah, the play patterns and all that. That's not how you do it. No, no. <laughs> if, if you're not rocking up and going, Chris, can I have all the cards I'm borrowing from you and get handed 50, then you're doing it wrong, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why don't we do well at events? Yeah, I can't, yeah. can't put my well, finger on it. Re- yeah. You're pretty regular on Arena too, aren't you, Stu? Yes, yes, probably more so in the last month or so than I had been before. Sort of took a bit of a break from it playing other games, which I won't talk about. Um, but, uh, yeah, so been playing in the Arena League uh, through the Magic Beans Discord and not 
having a great time in that, to be honest. <laughs> but at the same time, been playing, you know, playing games against, you know, with some new guys and getting in the chat and having a chat with some new fellas. And it's really cool. You know, I think it's a really good event that's, yeah, generated a lot of interest. Yeah, good. Well, speaking of events, Stu, you're just leading us straight into these segues already. You're a natural. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> well done, mate. I'm, I'm proud of you. I'd actually just like to skip this whole next section, to be honest with you. Nice. Yes. Aren't you running this oh. section, Joel? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm running it, and uh, and so that's it. Good, good chat, fellas. Uh, on Saturday, poor Joel. I, <clears throat> poor Joel. On Saturday, I was at um at my in-laws, and my phone was blowing up with all these chats of this challenge i thought you guys were just mistyping left right and center here but <laughs> the, at very short notice because because of the coronavirus uh the event that some of the guys here were going to go to chris and shorty were heading into a wpnq which got cancelled so shorty was like hey let's run a double elimination for arena over the weekend so how'd it go boys yeah, it was it was good fun. We yeah, we sort of thought, well, we've already dedicated a a Saturday to playing Magic, and yeah, thanks to the old Corona, that was uh, that was shut down. So we thought, well, why don't we just run our own event? And yeah, as, as Cracker said, there's a an online tournament system called Challenge, which is <laughs> uh, yeah, it just looks like you're misspelling something, but it's uh, yeah, we we hosted an event on there and got a few guys on there playing and basically just yeah, played a, a little mini tournament on, on the day. So and I we got played prizes. In. We got sponsored. Yeah, Cause, yeah. Because we, so, we, yeah. for, we forgot our sponsorship the last couple of weeks, actually, right? But, you know, we've uh, we've got a, a sponsor with the mtgcartails.com.au, local guy. He's a champion. Um, and he, he offered us some, some cash prizes for, for the store. Mm. Yeah, it was... Uh, so so uh, I, I, I played in the event. Chewy, you played in the event. Uh, yeah, I did. Yep. I, I was present in the event. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, we set it up as a double elimination bracket, which if you've watched any of the arena events, the uh, Mythic Invitationals and those sorts of things, you'd probably be all over how that works now. But basically you have you two probably losses. probably still have no idea what was going <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, you, you can have up to two losses effectively. You If you continue winning right from the start, you get basically straight all, all the way through into the finals. But once you take a loss, you get... Uh, relegated into the losers bracket. Once you have your second loss in the losers bracket, you're then out of the tournament. So, yeah, we uh, we played. I think Chewy, you and I did we play? Was it round one that we played? Uh, it was early on. Yeah. Is it always round one that you guys play? Generally, yeah. <laughs> oh no, I played against. Um, I've played against Sue's brother in round one, and I think I played you yes. round two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was good, good fun. Uh, I did okay. I think I, you know, got a few wins and, and did all right. But, what deck uh, did you play? Uh, I played Tima. So I got a list from Crokies, who's a, a very famous streamer. Uh, I think he's Irish or, or something like that. But uh, he's Scottish. Okay, Scottish. Sorry if, if I'm just offended. <laughs> just offended two countries. <laughs> It's it's uh, fine. Like they share the mutual hatred for the English, so as long as you don't call him that, right. it's all right. Yeah, he's not. He's definitely not English. I know. He's that. definitely not English. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, he. What are uh, their thoughts on Welsh people? <laughs> let's just on not, who? not go there. Let's move on. <laughs> we'll, we'll edit that part out. It's fine. But uh, yeah, he, he puts out some good lists. If you if you're on Twitter, definitely follow him. It's K R O K E Y Z or Z, Z. As, uh, as we say here in Australia. Uh, and, yeah, he puts out a lot of good deck lists and plays a lot of magic. So, yeah, he'd, he'd put out this team of list that's just 
team of good stuff, really. It's your your Uros and Hydrocrasis and Bone Bone Crusher Giants and uh, Brazen Borrowers, that sort of thing. And yeah, a little little bit of ramp, a little bit of expansion explosion just to finish the game off, and a random uh, Ember Cleave just to equip to your um, Hydrocrasis. And uh, yeah, good good fun. Yeah, so that games gave that a bit of a run, and yeah. Deck, deck went pretty good. Been was pretty happy with it. Been playing it a bit on Arena this week, and yeah, it's not not bad. Nice, but, uh, Chew, Chewy. I think you did a bit, right. little bit better than me. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, I took I took down our match uh, when we played, and um, the uh, the highlighting of the cards that you're hovering over um, was. Uh, my undoing almost, where I was like, he's got an Embercleave in his deck and like nearly lost my mind and, um, <laughs> yeah, like how do I play around it? But I played a uh, a Bant mid-range list, a more controlling, board-controlling version or variant. Uh, we didn't have any of the Green Cavalier but had lots and lots of copies of Elspeth Conquers Death. And I, um, yeah, I, I streamed the event, which was cool. Um, check it out on, on Twitch. I think it's still up. Uh, I recorded it. It's on our um, uh, YouTube channel as well. And I had a really epic um, finals um, against J-Mud. And I was yeah, lucky enough to uh, to take it down in um, yeah really sweet um, best of three match at the end. So And you, you'd, you'd played J-Mud already in the, the tournament, hadn't you? He knocked you down to the loser's bracket, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I, I lost to him in the quarterfinals. And uh, he was playing a five-color fires deck, which is really sweet. It's really cool. Yes. Uh, we should that get- I also lost to. Yeah, <laughs> um, we should get we should get him to share the list because it's, uh, it's yeah, really I've, cool. ex- I've got his deck list already, so I'll, I'll uh, put it up on Goldfish and put that link in the show notes. It's uh, it's a very cool deck. Yeah, I yeah, liked he it. smushed me with it too in the uh, arena league. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he pilots it really well, and he, he does. Um, yeah, it's uh, you just it's just got every good card in the format, so. It's, um, yeah. it's, 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 you know, when you can activate all the modes on Kenrith, it's, it's a bit scary. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, uh, I managed to get there and, uh, and I won the voucher, which was, uh, which was pretty cool. So I was, um, I was pretty happy, uh, with that. So I thought, um, you know, getting a voucher for an event that your, uh, your podcast is running. Uh, is an awesome, you know, not a great look, you know. So uh, I put out a shout out on Twitter and, and Twitch and the Discord and, and all the rest of it, uh, and uh, you know, shamelessly trying to plug the Twitch channel to get more followers. Uh, said that uh, if you come and come and give us a uh, a follow on Twitch, you'll go in the draw to win that twenty dollar voucher. Um, so uh, we got six. Followers out of that, which is which is great. Nice, yeah. So yeah. I rolled a d six uh, in the, from the order that they uh, <laughs> that they joined Very us nice. in, and uh, drum roll, brrr, we can put that in post editing, shorty. Because <laughs> no, yeah, not doing that. Um, <laughs> uh, if Chris was here, we'd have a drummer anyway. Um, so uh, congratulations to Mrs. Land Drops, um, who I believe also gave us a follow. That's a brilliant name. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, on uh, she's also given us a follow on Twitter, so I'll uh, I'll ping her on Twitter uh, to uh, give her the details so she can um, jump onto mtgcardsales.com.au and um, yeah, get a uh, get 
I, I, get some lands. Get some lands. Yeah, it's like a. Um, uh, yeah, sorry. How did I? How did I miss that? I'm so ashamed of myself for missing that. So, um, well, actually, I did a, a price search on the website, and you can get like a blood crypt for twenty bucks, right? So, uh, free blood crypt or assassin's trophy or you know Kendrith. Uh, so, congrats to Mrs. Landrops for uh, for uh, winning that, and thank you so much for following the beans on Twitch. It's really good. And if you don't already follow the beans on Twitch and you're out there listening, then yeah, make sure you jump on there and do that. You'll see plenty of content from Chewy as he's streaming. And, and Stu, I believe you're starting to get into the streaming as well. Are you going to give that a crack? Yeah, absolutely. I've got all the software set up and yep. I've done some test runs and yeah, ready to go. Very good. We'll look forward to it. One day when I actually get internet that's not snail's pace and I might start doing that myself too. Yeah. <laughs> good we'll luck, see. mate. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the uh, the reasoning sort of behind running this little tournament that we did on the weekend is, as we said, thanks to the coronavirus and everything that's going on in this crazy world at the moment, pretty much every paper event has been cancelled. So PTs, Magic Fests, everything they're they're all all been shut down. All your all our local stores, at, at least here in Australia, and, and I know definitely in the states as well, and it's probably the same all the way around the world. Local game stores have all been shut down, so there's there's nowhere to go and play Magic anymore. So we thought, well, we've got a little bit of a community that we're growing at the moment uh, through our Discord, which if you're not on there, you should definitely be jumping on there. When The link will also be on the show notes and is on our Twitter and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, we thought, why not? We can We can do what we can for our community that we're growing and run a few events. So we're doing a test run this Friday, uh, so it'll probably be, this podcast will likely come out on the Friday morning, so if you listen to it on the day, you might be able to jump in, but just starting off with a little test Friday night magic type event, and if that all runs well, then we'll make this a regular thing, so we'll, we'll try and at least one night per week run uh, some small events, just sort of Swiss pairings and that sort of thing. That will be coordinated through our Discord, and we will be having prizes, whether it's gift vouchers or boosters or, or whatever we decide to do, but there should be prizes for those events. And then, yeah, maybe once a month or, or whenever we can, we'll also organise some bigger events for the weekend. So keep an eye out for those. They're, they're really good fun, and like the guys said, jumping in Discord and having a chat to everybody about your matches, and um, yeah, I know Chewy with uh, streaming, you had a few people sort of jumping in and having a chat to you while you were playing, and a few people spectating. It's it's uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun, and it's a great way to remain a part of the Magic community while we're all self-isolating and what is it, social distancing, which is a term that I don't think existed up until... Two well, weeks it's, ago, it's, it's physical distancing. Yeah, yeah, so they're trying to get rid of that social <laughs> because, distancing. Yeah, they've they've realised that it actually just made people depressed because they yeah, yeah okay. Who they don't have social, social circles? Yep. Yeah, I don't yeah, think changing sorry. the words is going to do much to stop people. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's branding. Yeah. It's all branding. It is. But yep. I, I mean, on that note, um, uh, if you're on our Discord and you are feeling it, ping one of us. Like there'll be someone up for a game and a chat. Like if you yeah want to have someone to uh, to hang out with and, and not feel, you know, completely isolated, um, then, yeah, there'll be somebody on the Discord that's up, up for a uh, a game of Magic and to jump into the uh, one of the voice channels and, and have a chat while you're uh, slinging some spells. So it's a good little way to get that little bit of social interaction uh, whilst we're all, you know, at, in our own homes. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, Always up for a game, always up for a chat, if my internet allows it. <laughs> <laughs> 
And, uh, you know, you'll generally beat us, so you also get that, you know, little endorsement yeah, you get rush the, as the well. Nice little boost of, yeah. of rolling us. Yeah. If you play me, you'll always beat me. So, <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, we weren't the only ones that uh, obviously had this idea to be running our events online. It's It sort of started picking up over the last few weeks with a few other... I guess, teams and, and uh, shows and podcasts and things like that doing it as well. So I know, I think we mentioned on the previous cast that the Lotus Box team, they were running a, a charity event and there's been a few others. But now Channel Fireballs actually uh, put their Magic Fests online. So we, as I mentioned, we did have the Magic Fests. Um, you know, we'd sort of spoken about them on previous episodes that were coming up in, in the States and in various other parts around the world. They've all been cancelled. So... Channel Fireball and obviously in conjunction with Wizards have put together a Magic Fest online series. So have you guys seen what's going on with these? I don't know if you've seen people streaming them or or uh, been keeping an eye on it. Yeah, I've seen little bits and pieces here and there. Um, yeah. I think it's sweet. So yeah. yeah it's a um, pretty cool smaller, idea. It's, it's really good because, you know, clearly this is a thing that people are heavily invested in and pretty disappointed about. And if this isn't all gone by October when the Magic Fest is supposed to be in Sydney, I'm going to be <laughs> liv- livid. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're sort of like, what, six round tournaments or? Yeah, yeah, six, six rounds. So they're running six rounds total? Yeah, they're running qualifiers yeah. every day. They started on the 23rd of March, so a few days ago now, and they're running right up until the 4th of April. And they have four per day at at uh, at six hour intervals. So effectively, they're running twenty four seven. And so whatever time zone you're in, you you can find one of these events to jump in on. And I think they're like three a.m., nine a.m., whatever it works out from there. Every six hours, yeah, three p.m., nine p.m. That's it. I plan on playing a couple of these next week. I'm actually. Um on annual leave. So uh, I'm at home with a five-year-old, but so we'll see how we go. But uh, I'll, uh, I'll be playing uh, a couple of them and um, I'll probably stream them as well. Hmm. And cool. CFB has been commentating a bunch of these as well, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. So they're actually they're running a twenty four seven stream, and I watched watched a little bit of this just yesterday. And yeah, they they've just got they're encouraging everyone who's playing in these events to stream them, and then they're just they've got a couple of commentators that they've organised that are on you know rotating schedule that sort of stuff, and and they're just picking up other people's streams and then just commentating over the top of them, and it's literally running. 24-7. So, at any point of the day, you can jump on. The CFB stream will be going and there'll be magic getting played. So, yeah, if you are stuck at home isolated, there's something to watch. We, we were complaining on the last episode that there wasn't going to be uh, tournaments to watch. And, yeah, we were yeah, missing coverage, right? Delivered. Mm. And, like, as much as I have bemoaned it in the past, uh, I do enjoy watching event coverage on Arena uh, rather than paper because there's just sort of less dead time so uh, yes, it should be yes. should be pretty entertaining to watch yep so the, yeah these the, these qualifying events are 25 bucks a pop that's 25 us so that's like 500 australian <laughs> i think at the moment yes <laughs> about that's uh, per, close to 40 dollars event yeah yeah so that's per like per flight so if there's four per day you could realistically play every one and pay a hundred bucks US per day to, to try and qualify for these events. So did you just challenge me to do a twenty-four hour stream? Sure. Yes, that's exactly not, what I did. I'm not and doing it. No. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in that situation where you're considering doing that, I would suggest 
don't. <laughs> that's that's a lot of money to spend for probably not not that much return. Also, and, you're uh, unlikely to play well after like eighteen yeah, hours of magic. Yep. So eighteen yeah, minutes, you know, play, maybe. Playing an event per day is uh, is probably okay, but uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't be pushing yourself too much more than that. But yeah, there are six six round events. You sign up, you turn up at the time that it says, and you get your pairings. And yeah, away, away you go, you start playing. If you get a record of 5-1 and one or, or better, so if you either go 5-1 or 6-0, and oh, then you qualify for the weekly championship, which is a two-day event that's uh, held on the next couple of weekends. And yeah, that weekly championship has a 25 grand prize pool. So that's that's actually not, pretty, not too bad uh, with eight Pro Tour invites or Players Tour invites to go along with that. So... Not bad. I think myself, I'll probably give at least one of these a go. Probably just one. And uh, T- I'll tell me the one that you're playing away. in, so we don't get paired round one, please. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll give them a miss. I'm yeah, just well, it's the sort of thing where I'm throwing away my money. Yeah, you, you pay forty bucks, and if you lose your first two rounds, that's it. You're done. You, you don't get to play the rest of your rounds. You, you're out of it. So you kind of need to be pretty sure that you're okay. And I mean, that's not not that much different to playing normal tournaments, but yeah. Yeah, you need to be pretty sure that you're willing to part with that money and, and be fine with losing it. And if you, you happen to spike it and you get a good run, then, yeah, good on you. You, you get into the, the weekly championship. It's a really great idea. Yeah, awesome. And then that weekly championship will then feed into the, the top 32 from those weeklies will go into a season finals. And then, yeah, that season finals has a 50 grand prize pool, so an even, even bigger prize pool with more even more players tour invites so yeah head over to cfbevents.com to sign up for that one and give it a crack if you're if you're keen and if you are in our discord or you are a listener then let us know how you go or, and let us know when you're playing and feel free to hit us up to get deck ideas and uh, feedback and all that sort of stuff so yeah pr- pretty cool yeah great initiative i i really like it uh, it's a chance to yeah. you know play as much magic and, as possible and another thing that got announced i think it got announced yesterday uh, that CFB put out, which I, I believe is completely off their own back. I don't think it has anything to do with Wizards, but they announced that they were giving out what they're calling affiliate codes to local game stores. So any local game store, I believe, could contact Channel Fireball and uh, become an affiliate with them, and they would give them a code. And what that code is used for is when you register for your weekly qualifier or your daily qualifier it will ask you if you have an, a code for a local game store if you enter your the code from your local game store then they actually get a percentage of the their of your entry fee sent to them in in cash so uh, as we know all, with all stores being shut down a lot of people are going to be really struggling financially and uh, yeah with with local game stores not being able to sell anything that uh, it's going to be pretty big for them to have this little bit of a an income stream coming in from from these events. So definitely get in contact with your local game store to find out if they have one of these codes and if they don't, get them onto it. So uh, I saw um, LSV talking about that today because I may have had his stream on um, <laughs> when you were working. And, <coughs> exactly. All from, these people who are trying to work from home and their internet keeps crashing, office. it's because yeah. crack is streaming. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's LSV on Vintage Cube. What did you want? Hey. Uh, he, was, he was saying that uh, it's only North America at the moment. They don't have the affiliate program set up for anywhere else, um, and they are slowly expanding it and looking to kind of grow it out to – as many different places as they can. So, unfortunately, okay. not going to be yep. any good for a, the, the P 
people that are running stores in our neck of the woods. But um, look, as Shorty was saying, like good on CFB for for coming up with this because you know they're the only ones at the moment who are apart from Wizards going to be getting any income directly from you know this situation that we're in. So it's um, it's awesome that they've decided to sort of take this step and and realise that you know we don't attend events that they run if we don't have our own LGSs. So. Um, it's it's the whole kind of rising tide thing. They've got to keep everyone floating so that we can all come out of this stronger. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then not long after the CFB event was announced, Wizards actually came out and announced a uh, an event that they'll be running. So they're going to be holding their own F&Ms or Friday Night Magics on Arena. Uh, Chewy, you've you got a few details on that one? Yeah, I've had a, a bit of a read through the announcement. It's actually uh, a little bit different. It's not just, you know, play the deck you, that you've been grinding on ladder uh, and and uh, show up and play like the um, the Magic Fest. It's a, a little bit more fun, uh, and I think it's, you know, it's aimed at the more casual player. So, Stu, this one might be uh, in your wheelhouse. Um, they are free to play, so... Um, so you had me at free. Yep, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, so they are a um, uh, March twenty seventh, April third, and April tenth, and they're all three different formats. So on the March twenty seventh, which is uh, probably the evening of uh, the uh, this cast going up, um, is a uh, challenger deck. So you pick you pick which of the uh, the challenger decks that we spoke. Um, spoke about uh, a couple of weeks ago, and and you yeah you you play uh, play an F and M with that. So I'm assuming it's it's three rounds. Um, it doesn't actually say on the announcement that I can see how many rounds what? each of them are. Wizards are lacking information in their announcements. That's no no no. Uh, like we're supporting wizards here because they're doing stuff. I think for it us. might actually just be okay. one of those un- unlimited events. It's just we you just play join, games. It's, it's, it's free, and yeah, you just pick your challenger oh, decks and, and you once, just play as much as you want. And once you get a certain amount Those of wins, you get a prize, and then but then you can just keep playing, like they did with yeah, the world yeah. decks, right? Yeah, that's yeah. that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, so March twenty seventh, yeah, challenger decks, um, which is pretty cool because they they do look good. They look like actually great decks, so I, I like those. Um, April three is something I'm uh, pretty excited about for anyone who's you know missing rare wild cards. This is your chance. Uh, it's uh, the all access event where you build decks, uh, build your deck out of any card in standard, whether or not you have it in your collection. And so they actually yeah. did a similar event when was it Throne of Eldraine released? Yeah, they did. Yep. Yeah, where you and could play was, whatever yeah, deck you want. It wanted. was awesome. Oh, because so that let you play all the Eldraine one. cards before. Was you it had them the run? future standard thing they ran where they kind of opened up everything and then cut off the last couple of sets to give people a taste of what was coming? It was something like that. Yeah. It was very similar to this in that you yeah. could play with a lot of cards that you just didn't own. Or- yeah, it's sweet. I, yeah. I remember messing around with the Just Guy Fires list way back then and thinking, wow, that's a lot of mythics and rares. <laughs> I remember playing with Oko. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> For the first time. <laughs> so, uh, but, so yeah, you can any, any card in standard, assuming it's not banned, um, uh, you'll be able to play uh, in that event. So that sounds really cool. And on April 10 um, is Historic Brawl. So they're trying to uh, pique some interest in that. I uh, built a 60-card Brawl deck. Um, so that will be 59 cards plus your commander. And, um, yeah, you, you battle out. And um, 
yeah, it's historic. So get to play with, you know, search for Azcantar or, um, you know, some of the other decks. So Stu, you could, um, you could find, uh, a mono red legend and, and play some more, uh, golden chain wheels or something if you, there's a guy named Torbrin. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, have you heard of Torbrin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's a monorail commander out there that, that someone can figure out which one to play. Uh, yeah, nothing's coming to okay, mind so, right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> so hear me out. What about what about Embercleave as your commander? <laughs> can you do that? No, no. But it's. it's I was going to say, I think it has a, to be a legendary creature, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's a legendary equipment, right? Like you know, why not? Yeah. That, that'd be really sweet, actually, because, um, you know, people do whatever they want with Commander. They'll let you do with your playgroup, have other legends I've seen. So that'd be fun. Have, like, Bolas as Citadel or, you know, the Great <laughs> Hinge or something as your Commander. Yeah. No, yeah. no, not Jeets. No, no. I just mean from the the recent cycle of, uh, like, okay. coloured. You'd have to be a colourless deck to make that work. Yeah. So mm, you've, got a, you've still got to It doesn't matter, the, the, it doesn't the matter if your creatures are trash because you've got Jeets. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. Um, Ornith, not on go. Yeah. Well, maybe not that. Um, but, yeah, so that's um, – I think that's uh, a really cool way to um, uh, play uh, some fun formats on Arena on a Friday night. So, Are they running for the weekend or are they just on the Friday? Uh, they run till midnight, I believe. Uh, Thursday at midnight to Friday at midnight. I think, yeah. So, mm, okay. um, yes. all, all day Friday. Um, so, t- yeah, so, for, for 24 full- hours, they're running. Yeah. 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 Midnight to midnight. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, Gives us right. a chance to actually play it because if it was just Friday night, yeah, US time, so that would be like Saturday for Saturday us. For us. In, in yeah. Which is actually perfect. So Yeah, yeah. it's great. Uh, so, I'm looking forward to that. And, you know, there'll be, uh, I'm sure there'll be, you know, F&M, you'd get, you know, your F&M promo, your foils or whatever. I'm sure there'll be like some card styles or Something that they'll uh, they'll give away as uh, prices after you get you know X amount of wins as well. So free to play and you get some cool stuff. So uh, sounds sounds like a, an awesome thing to do on a Saturday morning our time or or for a Friday mm. night in the uh, US time zone. So fantastic. The other thing they're doing with that as well to sort of help uh, support your local game store is they've been giving like directly from Wizards, sim- similar to what Channel Fireball's been doing, but they've been giving codes to, uh, reward codes to local game stores. So if you take a screenshot of yourself playing that event and send that to your local game store, they should be able to send you a reward code for some special sleeves, which is not the most exciting reward <laughs> for, for me personally, but it's just something to, to get you keeping in contact with your local game store and letting them know that you're playing. And, uh, yeah, just, if, just if another those, support thing, I guess. If those special sleeves were dark blue KMCs, Shorty, would you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they look so good on Arena. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the fancy oh, things look, you could have and you just got matte, matte finish blue. on those bad boys. <laughs> oh. for, so for anyone not, not getting the inside joke, Shorty just buys in bulk, uh, like, dark blue KMC. So he has to, if he has to transfer cards between decks, he doesn't have to de-sleeve them. And every single one of his decks looks exactly the same. And uh, if he busts a sleeve, it, it makes sense, but, you know, lacks Including a little- my, my por- porpa cube, even, that's also yeah, the same. Say, even your porpa cube. <laughs> yeah, it just lacks a little <laughs> flair. It's a, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a very practical approach. Uh, I understand that, but- uh, I'm a very practical person. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's uh, that's that's it <laughs> yeah. coming through. So, um, so yeah, so 
uh, we spoke about uh, getting that code and heading into our local game store. Whilst we're in our local game store, what else might we find on the shelf or behind the counter under lock and key when we, uh, uh, when we cl- head in there? Closed doors, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, it was right there. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, any, any local game store that's able to open for any sort of uh, retail activity, um, you know, probably not holding tournaments or unable to hold tournaments, but are still open to buy cards and board games if, to play with your family. So please do support yeah. them. Yeah, um, I, be- I believe there's a few stores, and I know, Chewie, you've been in contact with Andy from, from Next Level Game Ringwood, who we've dealt with plenty of times and known for a long time. And, uh, yeah, they're doing board game deliveries, uh, you know, magic deliveries, that sort of stuff. I've seen on Facebook plenty of other local stores in our areas doing drive-by pickups, so you can place your order uh, online or over the phone and then they'll have it all ready for you and come out in a hazmat suit and give it to you in your car or, or something like that. But, yeah, there's there's still plenty of ways that you can support your local game store. And, yeah, I would definitely get in contact with them and see how you can uh, how you can show your support and, and throw a little bit of love their way. One thing I actually heard today on, on another podcast that they were suggesting is if you have a local game store that you play at all the time, it's not a bad idea, you know, eventually, obviously, they're going to reopen and you're going to go back to playing there. It's probably not a bad idea to get in contact with them and just say, look, can I purchase 50 bucks of store credit? And, you know, they can they can do the uh, tra- the transaction over the phone and put, put your $50 store credit into the system so then they've got a bit of money in their account and then when you're in there the next time, you've already sort of prepaid for your events. So, yeah, it's a few things like that that we sort of need to need to think about and, and ways we can still get some stuff done with in this world of social distancing uh any other ideas any of you guys got uh for for things and, and ways people can sort of keep in touch with magic at the moment yeah so um a lot of people and like us included we've all got commander decks and things but we have no way of playing them on like Magic Online. Like I'm not going to go set up and buy all the cards on Magic Online and, and try and play like that. So there are a lot of people and there's some really good tutorials on how to play over Skype or Discord and like share the screen. So basically you just stream your playmat and then you can just play with people like that. So not for everybody, but if that's kind of your, your jam and you're unable to kind of get together with your, you know, three other mates because you've got to sit you know two meters away from each other then it's uh you know it's it's an option to kind of give you access to it have you seen that um that clip that came it was probably on tiktok but i I saw it on another platform where there's uh two magic players sitting across the room from one another and they're uh posting notes to each other via the mail with what their move is and um like one guy (laughs) went to cast a spell or whatever it was and uh, the other guy came back with a, you know, he opened the letter and it uh, says in response and it's got a force of will in a top loader stuck to the piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. I haven't that seen that. That is awesome. That's, that's great. Yeah. Gold. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up and uh, I'll share it on Twitter. Uh, I think it's uh, quite good. So, um, yeah, I did get a chuckle over that. Yeah. Um, so Yeah, I, I have seen a few people doing that. Uh, yeah, stream streaming their actual physical cards, and I know we sort of talked about it in the past, doing that with practicing modern and and yeah, pioneer have. and things like that. We, I don't think we ever actually got around to it, but it's not that hard to set up these days with Skype and smartphones and 
uh, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, give it a crack. And like Cracker said, there's there's definitely uh, tutorials for it on online, or, or head to Twitter and you'll find someone else's setup. We, and, we uh, should set it, it up and stream it on the Magic Beans uh, Twitch. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. We could do that. Uh, which leads yeah, it me sounds into- like you're volunteering for that, Stu. Yeah, well so, done. Welcome yeah, to the podcast. Yeah, good work, mate. <laughs> um, well, I love work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for for myself, I've been um, just consciously trying to to get more content out there. So um, even though you know I've been performing rather subpar in uh, in Vintage Cube this time around, I. I uh, streamed two drafts the other night, uh, did a Theros draft, streamed the the magic event. So, uh, and if you're in the Discord, you're always welcome to to jump on to the um, onto the channel and, and have a chat. Um, and um, as well as just you know, feel free to just watch it and just more magic content. Um, so people can just kind of get if you can't get to the events uh, that are running through Arena or you know you can't tee up a Skype match or what have you then, um, yeah, there's hopefully going to be enough magic out there for you to consume to get your, to get your fix. So, um, yeah, we can um, – uh, and, you know, running, running our, um, our league, etc. cetera, uh, out there is, uh, is really good. So the Beans will have um, events regularly, as we spoke about. Uh, our league is uh, sort of coming to a close. We'll probably uh, do one uh, again. Uh, once we've uh, got that yeah, sort definitely. Of figured it out. Yeah, so yep. uh, Shorty, so, you're organising all that, so I'll just join them when you arrange them. <laughs> we, we, we've got some bad news to share, though, fellas, because last week when we, we – or two weeks ago when we spoke, um, I was, in fact, crushing all foes before me. Uh, <laughs> and then the expected fall has, in fact, arrived. And I uh, don't know if I've won a match since then. <laughs> so what, the have, what have you been, been running, Cracker? I have been still on this green-white auras nonsense. That's, that's oh, the yes. only deck you yes. can play on Arena, isn't Basically, it? Basically, yeah. No, yeah. I've got a couple of this, but that's the only one that's... Well, I built it because I thought, like, it's fun and it, um, it's different. It's not like a meta deck or anything like that. So, it can steal games and it, it gives cr- people... completely you know, crushed me. Yeah, he beat me with it convincingly. <sighs> and that See, was running mono-red. That, that was a couple of weeks ago and, and you know, unfortunately... Last night, I played a couple of games... And I played against Child Rebel Walker, who was playing a fires list. And game one, I was I was doing quite well. And I was getting ready to just kind of take things over. And he had Heliod's Intervention in the main. <laughs> I didn't even know that card existed. And then he's just like... Do you think maybe he met it against you? <laughs> no, no. He said he's playing like Marcio's list. And he, he sent me like the, the link to like the... Um, you know, like the the list and and the sideboard guide and stuff. He's like, there's no notes in here about how to beat your deck. And I'm like, yeah, no kidding. But I was just like, what a blowout! Like, it was just gross. I couldn't believe it. I was just like, just destroyed my two auras and my hexproof druid was back to like a two one or something useless, and I lost horribly from there. But pretty mm. good in a clover field meta game. Yeah, uh, no, it was interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so if you, if you haven't listened to the last couple of episodes, we have been running a league again through our Discord. Another reason to jump in there and, and join us and uh, get in on it's, the conversation. But it's where yeah, all the been, cool kids are at. That's right, yes, because we and are us. Yeah. so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that reminds me, it was Scott the Blaster Boy's birthday last week, so uh, shout out to Scott, happy birthday for last week. We're yeah. not going to mention how old you are on this 
podcast. He's, he's not a kid. Speaking he's not a kid. Of, let's just say no, that. He's, he's not a boy. He's, he's old enough to get a tattoo. I saw on Twitter. He as did. Well. Yeah, he got, yeah. got a very he cool. Uh, what's her name? Harley, Harley, Harley Quinn tattoo. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Happy birthday, Scott. I yes. hope you got. Happy birthday. Hope you got Chandra's. <laughs> yeah. So we've had this league running for a few weeks now, uh, and we're aiming to wrap it up in the next week or so. But yeah, it's been going very well. We we ended up with fourteen participants, uh, and everyone's playing for a cut of a Throne of Eldraine booster box that was donated by our good mate Matt. And uh, so shout out to him. But yeah, we've been the last week, especially I think, with everyone sort of being home and not not getting out on the weekends. They've had plenty of time on their hands. So the, the yeah, last weekend there was a ton of matches getting played. We've, we're now up to I think on the previous cast we'd had sixteen matches played. So two weeks ago we've now had fifty two matches played. Look so at that exponential uh, growth. That's yeah, it's jumped up a lot. And yeah, currently myself. Uh, Benny R and Child Rebel Walker We're all sitting on top of the ladder With seven wins Which is not bad But I have completed all of my matches So I've played 13 matches So my record is seven and six Which is very much a standard record for, for me <laughs> I, I still think you should be on eight wins, Shorty uh, Yeah, maybe, yeah My match against Stu, I timed out Which was fantastic But anyway you know, Clock management's part of it, man That's right, I mean, yeah. I'll take it don't get me wrong, yep. but it does feel a little cheap. No, no, it's a, a win is a win, so that's that's the way it gets recorded. But yeah, I, I believe it's not it's how a, it's how many. Yes, yes, I believe. Uh, so Benny R and Child Rebel Walker are all they're both on a, uh, nine or ten, I believe, matches. I don't actually have the the sheet in front of me at the moment, so they've still got plenty of room to overtake me on the ladder. And then there's also a few people just below me. So Chewy and Cracker, you're you're just below us. Uh, and then a few people sort of just below there. So there's plenty of matches still left to be played in this next week that will definitely topple me off the top of the ladder, that's for sure, uh, with, yeah, people aiming to get into the top four. So if you're listening to this and you still want to get into it, you probably could if you wanted to. Uh, jump in and let us know. You're going to have to organise your matches pretty quickly. Uh, it is it is round robin, so you just need to jump in and organise a match with every person. But, yeah, there's there's plenty of room for people to make their way up to the top of the ladder and get into the top four for those booster prizes. So, so it's been so good some fun. good news, um, I haven't faced Benny R yet. So, mate, if you want a metagame real hard against green-white auras <laughs> for that free win, <laughs> you know what you're in for. We'll, we'll topple shorty. <laughs> I, I did see yeah. that Benny R mate, just made it to Mythic, so I, yeah, um, yeah. I'm i pretty that sure he'll make a very good player. short work. Yeah, and, and Child Rebel Walk has been up in Mythic as well. Top yep. 1,200, he was playing in the... Um, Arena Challenge of Innovative Wars uh, last week. Uh, I've, I've teed up uh, my match with uh, with Rebel Walker on um, Saturday morning, so um, yeah, he'll uh, he'll get the win there as well, no doubt. So um, yeah, I've I've decided to have a bit of fun with this. I'm recording all of the uh, the matches that I play, and um, I've got um, I've got the first lot up on the YouTube channel already. If you have already played me and you want to check that out, jump on and. Um, have a look. It's a bit entertaining to watch your match back. Um, but I've been sort of cycling through some decks, uh, just sort of playing a different deck, uh, in each round now. Um, so not, I won't play, you know, a unique deck in every round, but every single round I play will be different from the round I played, uh, from the deck I played the round before. So, uh, having a bit of fun. Um, so you don't know what you're going to face against me. Uh, and I'll, uh, you know, some of the decks I've played have been really good. Some of them 
I've got no idea what I'm supposed to be doing and some other decks clearly need some work, but uh, having some fun. So uh, get on, jump in the voice channel, have a chat and um, yeah, pick up your free win from playing against me. <laughs> and shout out to uh, Q, who's a, a fairly new player. But he's been getting involved and getting his matches done, and unfortunately, he's not managed to record a win yet. I believe he's he's played seven rounds with no wins, but I'm sure you'll get there, Q. I believe in you. And yeah, don't uh, worry, Q. That'll change when you face me. Surely, <laughs> surely. So if we're if we're divvying up the um, the booster box amongst the the top now, given that you know we're Australian and our sort of national game, you get a point if you miss. Uh, which is an Australian Football League uh, reference, people, uh, for anyone listening internationally, uh, look it up. Uh, but um, do, can we spare a booster for the person who comes last? Or I'm, if I'm sure you, we, you want a wooden spoon. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. we could find some sort of prize for a, a wooden spoon. If someone if someone does manage to get through the whole thing with zero wins, then they definitely deserve a, uh, a wooden spoon prize and we'll, we'll find <laughs> you, something between us. You can have a Daniel's us. donut. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Like, although you probably can't buy them at the moment. So yeah, you probably no, you can't. can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think they're on Uber Eats, so it's okay. Yeah. They, they deliver. So. Yeah, it's been been good fun. I've been doing a similar thing to Chewy where I've sort of, I haven't been cycling through all the time, but I've played like three or four different decks throughout my throughout my league, not really taking it super seriously and not, not specifically aiming to end up on top of the ladder. But yeah, it's, it's been really good and uh, it's the sort of thing that we definitely will be running again. So we've spent most of this episode talking about how you can play magic in the current climate and what's going on at the moment. So there's there's plenty of ways and a lot of it comes down to jumping in our Discord. So <laughs> make sure you're getting in there and joining in the events that we're running. Uh, if you're not playing Arena yet, you should be playing Arena and with these events that are coming up, it's a very quick and easy way to get in and pl- yeah, play a bunch of decks that you don't have to pay for. You don't, you don't have to put any money in. You can play whatever decks you want. So highly recommended at the moment. And, uh, yeah, get involved, stay involved in this great game that we all love. And, uh, yeah, come and have a chat with us on our Discord. So the last thing we wanted to touch on, which is actually Paper Magic, uh, which, yeah, we haven't spent a lot of time talking about lately, but... Apparently it's still going to be a thing. Yeah, which is one thing, you know, we will we'll probably talk about it on the next podcast, but there's a set release coming out in less than a month, and... It's going to be interesting what, what they do there. So we'll, we'll, we might leave that there, a little, little primer for the next episode. But, yeah, the, the way or what's going to happen with Paper Magic over the next couple of months is going to be very interesting. But Wizards are still doing releases, and they announced, it would be nearly two weeks ago now that this came out. I believe it was sort of just after we recorded. Secret Lair, which is that fantastic thing that they've been putting out a million products of. What's it actually called? Uh, ultimate edition secret layer ultimate edition th- yeah this this one is titled making fetch happen <laughs> which is a <laughs> I mean, mean girls reference. everyone loves mean girls yeah yes. i honestly thought it was called secret layer fetches honestly that, that's what i thought <laughs> it was called that's what's in our show notes <laughs> well that's what, I'm, that's what every single content creator has been referring to it as yeah like, yeah that's the first time i've ever heard the actual name <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so what is it cracker <laughs> well so Secret Lair Fetch's Ultimate Edition is five of the fetch lands. So it is the enemy fetches. So Marsh Flats, Scalding Tarn, Verdant Catacombs, Arid Mesa, and Misty Rainforest. All, all the really expensive ones. All the really yeah. expensive ones. Scalding Tarn, regularly up and over 100 bucks. 
Verdant catacombs and misty, not far behind, usually like $60, $80 each. So, yeah, expensive. <clears throat> so these, these haven't been printed. They were printed in original Zendikar? Yep. And so that, that's what, like seven, eight years ago, something like that? Maybe? Uh, yeah. ten, ten years ago. Yeah, so so a, a, a long time ago, and they haven't seen any reprints in any supplemental products at all, I believe. That is correct. Yep. Um, so the, the other features came out in the Khan's block. Yep. Um, which were the which was I mean more recent, still probably five or six years ago. Yeah, now. yeah. But um, so anyway, the the what they're doing is they're actually releasing the ultimate edition through stores. So <laughs> Unf- unfortunate it, timing for this announcement. <laughs> it's it's it's. It's a bit like that. So there was, there's been a lot of blowback on Wizards for them running Secret Lair um, and the fact that they were effectively selling cards direct, which has always been, you know, the domain of local game stores. Um, and so they kind of took that to heart to some degree and said, we've got this super fancy and like, you should check it out. We'll put the link in the show notes. Thanks, Shorty. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a giant box with, you know, these five fetch lands in, you know, a padded case and it looks it looks all very fancy and official but ultimately it <laughs> is still that's just how everyone f- keeps their cards <laughs> it is it's still just five normal if you could see lands. my desk right now goodness me there is cards everywhere <laughs> <laughs> the giant piles of them yep so um they're doing it the the ultimate edition i believe exclusively through the stores and then they will a week or two later do the online release so the way they've done all the secret layers is there's a 24-hour window where you can buy as many as you want. Yeah, they're, a, they're um, an on-demand they're, print. They're an, yeah, they're, they're basically effectively an unlimited print run is the way that they're kind of pitched. So if you wanted to go and buy 60 copies of Secret Lair, go nuts. Good luck. Also, I hope you've got some deep pockets because the projected price for these ones are $165 US, which is, I just checked it out, Current exchange rate is two hundred and seventy-six Australian dollars, <laughs> which is likely f- to get worse. Pass. Which is for five cards. But that's so it's not, it's that's not, fifty it's bucks each, right? So yeah, that's it's actually it, a it good is, value. I it's, it actually is cheap. Yeah, it, it, cheap is the wrong word. It is <laughs> in the current second in the current secondary market. It is quite good value, um, but yikes! Are they are they foil? No, uh, got, no. no, they have new art. Okay. Which they is, do have new arts. And they've, I believe that they've got, like, really popular artists to do them. Like, there's a there's a John Avon one. What's the other guy? So, they've, they've all from different right? planes. So, the Lawman, Marsh Flats, Dominaria, Scolding Tarn, at Innistrad, Vernet Catacombs, oh, cool. Amonkhet, Arid Mesa, and an Ixalan, Misty Rainforest. So, if you look at, like, um, you know, there's the Avison Silver symbol in the Vernet Catacombs, and, you know, like, they're, they're very clearly of that plane. And, yeah, they are you know, like a bunch of famous artists and they've got, you know, the magic symbol has been replaced with the shooting star thing, you know, like the usual judge promo kind of thing. So they look nice, but yes. oof, that's a, that's a, it's a lot of money. Mm. And the, the thing that we've noticed with all of these secret layer drops is they actually don't affect the secondary price at all on all the, all the other cards. Yeah, they'll, so like, they'll tend to, um, to dip a little bit and then they, basically go yeah. back to where they were. Exactly right. So we're not going to see because Scalding Tarn has now been reprinted in air quotes. Um, they're not going to be a thirty dollar fetch anymore. They'll be a ninety dollar fetch for a week, and then they'll be a hundred dollar fetch again after that. So mm. it's it's good that they're doing this. Um, I don't love that they've done it specifically with fetch lands. They're they're really just 
massively in demand for every format except for, you know, Standard and Pioneer. Everyone else plays them all the time. You know, every commander player wants all of them. Um, well, they're the best meta fixer, them in, in conjunction with the Jewels and Shocks. They're the best meta fixer that the game's ever produced. So, of course you want them. Yeah, for sure. And so it seems like, you know, it'd be nice if they put them in a supplementary product where they weren't, you know, 50 bucks each. Put them in a commander set. I mean, that would, that would be amazing. <laughs> but they won't. No. Anyway, no. that's a whole other thing. Yeah, I think there was a fair bit of speculation that these would get printed in, you know, like a, a, a modern Horizon set or some sort of supplemental uh, printing. Uh, or, you know, people have been speculating for ages that they were going to get printed into a standard set coming up later this year. But uh, I'm assuming, you know, that, that just based on this, that that's not going to happen. I, I wouldn't have expected it to be printed in a standard set anyway because they don't like fetches in, they've, in they've standard. They've flat out said that they won't put fetches in standard. Yeah, and, and especially in current standard with Shocklands. Yeah. So that that was not very likely to happen. But, yeah, the fact that they're, they're doing this printing and not pu- putting it in a, you know, boost in a booster pack product is interesting and, and i wonder like from a financial point of view for wizards obviously these secret layer products which we haven't really talked about that much on on this cast they're literally wizards selling directly and printing the money because the money goes it's not going to a distributor and then to a local game store it's going straight to them and they they must be making bucket loads of millions money from, <laughs> millions from and this. millions of dollars from this yeah because uh, they're not because they're not printing they're they're taking the orders they open this window to purchase them for 24 hours they sell them and then go okay we've got to print a million of these all right put in the order print a million of them done that's it they're not printing any excess so it's 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 just all profit for them i wonder financially if they make more money off of the fetches doing it this way than they do off of putting them in a booster pack product and and maybe that's why they've <laughs> they've done it this way. Who well, who knows? Maybe, but but think about it, right? Like I, I mean, this, this is obviously just a personal thing. There's no way I'm ponying up two hundred and seventy five dollars to buy five fetch lands, right? Just not going to happen. Like, no, I don't, I don't have that kind you, of disposable you income. Need play sets and, of fetches anyway. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you do, right? <clears throat> um, but if they were going to put them in. Zendikar, which is what a lot of people speculated, you know, we've got Zendikar coming in third quarter of this year, and then the jewel lands, the shock lands would have rotated out, I believe. Um, so I would certainly look at buying a lot more of that product because then you get other product as well. Yeah. And like cracking packs is like the most fun. So like if, if we, you know, bought a booster box or two, then you, I would be more likely to spend equal to or more money in that kind of scenario because they're not like, at least I end up with other things as well. So I don't know. It'll be, I mean, they've clearly run the numbers or just mm. gone, we we can just do this and then do it again later because, like I said, everyone's going to want these for the rest of the time people are playing Magic. I, so. I'm picturing the uh, the old El Paso, like the, the soft or hard tortilla thing with that little girl going, why not <laughs> both? Why not both? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, make, make a bunch of money off people buying them now thinking they're not going to get reprinted and then reprint them in six or seven months' time and, yeah, make a bunch more money. So Just wait a year and do it again. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, who knows? I mean, that's uh, they, at the end of the day, like you know, people like to complain about wizards trying to make money, but at the end of the day, they are a company that needs to make a profit. So, if this is profitable for them and it means they get to put more money into Magic and come up with better products and run bigger events, then it's fine by me. I'm not going to buy this product, but somebody will. Pro- probably a lot of people. Will. Somebody on this podcast that's occasionally <laughs> on here, <laughs> <laughs> and then we can just borrow them off him if we need them. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got. I know, like you guys, mostly have the the fetches that you need for your modern decks. I know I've I've got. I don't have full a full playset of all the fetches, but I've got most of them. Uh, like I've got a playset of, of scalding tarns and and things like that. So I'm pretty right for my decks. But I have a Highlander set of fetches. I I don't got, own got the one of each. Yeah, I I own two. Um, uh, flooded strands because I have the nationals version. That's the only reason I have two. Uh, I just, yeah, my cube, uh, slash commander. And, um, yeah, I haven't played a fetch land in modern for a couple of years now, actually, between like KCI affinity and, um, Eldrazi Tron. So yeah, expedition map. That's the fetch I need. So I got a really nice bloodstained Maya kicking around here somewhere. Oh yeah, like a, a, a really nice uh, Rob Alexander one. So yeah, I bet I bet it's really good. No, I'll, I'll have that back, thanks. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if we're ever allowed to see each come, other again, come, come get it. What's yeah. the statute of limitations or whatever it is on, on possession, or it's like how long do you have to have something in possession before it becomes yours? I mean, possession's nine tenths of the law, man. <laughs> yeah. So frustrating because you're like I'm a much foot bigger, bigger than, than Chewy me, as well. Yeah. <laughs> Do. I'm stuck. Yeah. If anyone yeah. wants to give me a bloodstain, <laughs> I, I, I will give it back. Especially if it's going in the cube. Yeah, Speaking man. of cube, vintage cube is online at the moment. That's just like some of the most fun you can have in Magic. Yeah, I'll. Uh, I might anyway. stream a bit of that uh, over the next couple of days as well. It's on to the first of April, so. Uh, yep. Get on. I just so that, um, that is something we didn't talk about. Magic Online is all that that program still exists. <laughs> it, it's getting a lot of run at the moment. It too. is. Yeah, it's so been around twenty years. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. But yeah, if you're looking ask, for ask an, another way to I play, mean, then so. uh, you can jump on there. They run plenty of events on there, and they are running. I didn't actually put in our show notes, but they are running Super Series or something like that. I think they've called it on on Magic Online, um, like larger events and, and things like that. So. If you're in the Magical Line economy, then I'm sure you're aware of that sort of thing. If you're not, then probably don't bother and just stick with Arena. But yeah, no, just another way that you can get onto uh, get onto Magic in uh, this current lockdown. So I think that's going to do us for tonight. We've hopefully given you plenty of ideas of how you can keep playing Magic at the moment. And uh, yeah, good luck all with all that. All of them involve being in our Discord. Yeah, yeah, most of them involve being in our yeah. Discord. So, yeah, as as always, you'll be able to find the link for that on our Twitter or in the show notes. So come and join us. We are slowly growing. And, yeah, definitely keep an eye out for the events that we'll be running. It's an interesting world at the moment, and we hope that all of our listeners out there are taking the proper precautions and staying safe. Don't be stupid about it. There's a, there's no need to put yourself or your family or, or other people around you at risk. Just uh, do do what the government says, and uh, yeah, it should uh, should all eventually shake out, and we'll be back to normal in in no time. So that'll do us. I'll finish off with the usual uh, how to get in contact with us. So you can flick us an email, magicbeanscast at gmail.com. Look us up on Twitter at magicbeanscast, or search us up on Facebook or YouTube, where Chewy will be putting a few more videos. With all the time he's got on his hands at the moment, uh, yeah, you'll find us on those. Just search for Magic Beans Cast or Magic Beans Podcast. If you want to find me on Twitter, I am at Peace Inc. Chewy, you are? At Chewy MTG. Cracker. At Joel Hill underscore. And Stu, with your massive online presence, you are? At M Stewie. <laughs> well done. You had to look that up before the cast. We'll, we'll just shame you there with that one. 
Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> We've been really nice to you the whole cast. Yeah, yeah, like you, if you, you come back lolly. again, don't expect this kind of treatment. <laughs> no, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. It's good yeah. to have you, man. Yep. Yeah, it has so, been. So, uh, yeah, come, come and find us on Discord. Look for us in all those places. Take care of yourself and thanks for listening. We will see you next time. 